Welcome to Level 10 Mastery with Ben Lawler. On this podcast, we interview the best and brightest in all walks of life. By doing this, we help you, our listener, become the best version of yourself. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Level 10 Mastery. Today, we have a very special guest, Mr. Johnny Murphy. Johnny is a Nashville artist whose music is melodic and to the point. Music from Johnny is at the crossroads of the global top 40 and music row songwriting. Pulling from a variety of genres, including artists like Jason Aldean, Post Malone, The Knox, and Leonard Skinner, the Nashville native writes for himself first. Recently, he has teamed up with Grammy-nominated producers and Jason Aldean bandmates, Kurt Allison, Tully Kennedy, and Justin Weaver. They plan on releasing the first Johnny Murphy EP this spring. With an insatiable mix of gritty vocal tunes and polished melodies, Johnny offers a fresh look for country music in 2020. His debut single, No Rush, was released on March 13th. Johnny, welcome to the program. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me here. Yeah. Well, tell me, uh, first and foremost, man, how are you uh, How are you holding up during this global pandemic? You know what? It's uh, it, It's been really interesting. At first, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty extroverted person. Yeah. I, I love seeing, you know, tons and tons of people and just talking and hanging out. But I also, you know, I, I, I live out somewhat in the country and, I I really enjoy the the introverted just hold up honing my craft time period. So well, I tell you what, there's some real there's some real power in that man. Yeah. Just kind oh of, gosh. You know, stepping yeah. back, kind of unplugging and uh, and yeah. kind of recharging the batteries. I just maybe it's a tragic optimist to me, but I like to think that uh, out of all evil will come some good. Totally. There's there's a lot of opportunity in chaos. You know, there's a lot of opportunity in things not necessarily going the way you thought they were, and mm-hmm. just rolling with that momentum. So, yeah, agreed. Um, well, tell me this, man. Any uh, starting out, any advice for uh, our listeners out there, man, who are kind of battling uh, some anxiety, some depression, man, as they look yeah. at their four hundred one k or as they look at just their surroundings, man. What what advice do you Completely. have? Well, you know, just going with my with my background in psychology as well, um, pulling from that, um, you know, we don't really talk about it as a society too much, but man, the relationships that we have, um, they're they're like water. You know, yeah. if, if we don't have those immediate connections, like you know, we're in quarantine, if, if we don't have those uh, that face to face or the, um, you know, uh, just being around people, yeah. We're, we're, it's just a natural progression of developing anxiety, developing depression. Sure. So, so making sure that that those attachments are still present in our lives, it's, mm-hmm. it's got to be you know goal number three, right? Besides yeah. food, water, shelter. So. Yeah. Surrounding yourself with uh, with good, like minded people. Yeah. Man, I love it. Well, Johnny, let's do this. If you don't mind, take me back to your. Uh, to your childhood, man, your upbringing, your your yeah. education, and, and kind of walk us through what uh, what made you the man that you are today. Okay, well, um, 
so what would would you like which part would you like to start with man let's start uh, let's start from the beginning man childhood kind of yeah kind of growing up and uh uh-huh. and kind of walk us through uh your education and some of your some of your mentors early on yeah well you know i uh, I, I think i said this earlier on in the uh the interview but i grew up um in the country and um my my parents got a hundred acre farm whenever i was about four so i was always you know going out building forts going out and um you know catching fish with my neighbors and uh riding four-wheelers, very idyllic, you know, just the, the summers were, were amazing, and um, every weekend after school, going out, doing something out in nature, something out um, with my hands, Yeah. and, um, you know, my dad, he was, he, he's in the, the music business as well, I don't know if, if uh, Cecil had told you, um, but, you know, he's a, he's a big country artist as well, and a uh, big country writer, and so... Absolutely, yeah, man. I'm very, very familiar. He's a he's a big name in the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, just just having be- between his influence and then having my mom, who is you know, and, and somewhat of an intellectual in her own right. I mean, she got multiple degrees, her master's and uh, undergrad from from Vanderbilt. And yeah, tell me um, about your mom. She did she grow up yeah. in Southern Illinois? Yeah, they both did. They, they were both from uh, Heron. Okay, so I grew up yeah. in uh, I grew up in Marion, and in fact, I met my wife at uh, Our Lady of Mount Carmel in uh, in Heron. I met her in the sixth grade, believe it or not. No kidding. Yeah, yeah that, I mean that's, <laughs> that's amazing. That's that's pretty similar uh, to my mom and dad's story. Okay, but they were a few years apart. I, they I think they're four. All right, so they met in Southern Illinois, and then mm-hmm. at some point moved down to. To Tennessee. Yeah, well, my dad was actually, I think he was pursuing some kind of like rock career in Chicago, and then she was at Bandy, and okay. she said, hey, you know, you should try country. Yeah. That, that was kind of what got them, I guess, together finally in Nashville. All right. Now, tell yeah. me uh, tell me about siblings, man, growing up, brothers, sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my, uh, I've, I've got a, an older brother and a younger brother, mm-hmm. and um both of them, they're just, they're extreme competitors. You know, we all push each other. Um, they're, they're both just, they're great. I mean, we're, we're the best of friends and, um, you know, whether it's health and fitness and music and, and business, we're, we're all trying to, to compete and to push one another. So. And how about sports? Did you guys, uh, did you guys play some sports growing up? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I played, I played a lot of sports. There were, I'd say, the ones that really I gravitated towards more towards the end of high school was soccer. Okay. Um, but I played. Oh, I did wrestling. I did tennis. Um, what else did I do? Did track. And tell me about wrestling, man. It was at grade school, yeah. high school. Yeah, it was. It was mostly middle school. Okay. Um, but. Like and, and just like even recently, um, my younger brother he's he's really into jujitsu, and um, we set up some mats down in in the basement. Yeah. And so um, over this quarantine time period, we've actually just been practicing about an hour's worth of jujitsu a day. And I he's love it. he's at a competition level. He's he's a higher level blue belt. Okay. Which is still some you know still somewhat low on the 
belts. Anybody's but no, that's still that's very tall. respectable. I mean, that takes a lot yeah. of time and a lot of dedication yeah. to get to that level. Yes, so. Completely. Wow. Well, I can relate there, man. I uh, I wrestled from uh, gosh, age five through high school, and then wrestled in college for a couple years, man. So there's wow. Uh, Where'd you wrestle at? Uh, so a small school, central Illinois, called Lincoln. And, man, that's uh, cool. And the, the cool thing about wrestling or jujitsu, it's like whenever you win, Johnny, it's all you. You know. Yeah. But whenever you lose, man, you can't you can't really blame oh, yeah. it on anybody. You know, you can't yeah. blame it on yeah. your teammates or you can't blame it on your coach. Mm-hmm. It comes back to how hard you practice and how bad you want it. Yeah, I, I mean, wrestling is it's a it's a great sport. It's um, I, I've I've loved getting back into it via jujitsu. I don't know if that's something that, that you've tried out just yet, but it's Yeah, I never have. I'm, I'm familiar with it, but I just, I've never tried it. I've always thought about dabbling in it. Maybe next time we uh, uh, we talk or we get together, yeah. man, I, I might have to learn a thing or two. Yeah, well, and and uh, I'm, I'm planning on, so for the next year, that's, that's sort of one of my like micro routines that I'm going to be doing three days a week for the next year. It, that's that's about what it takes to get your blue belt. Okay. About a year for every three three to four days a week for a year. Okay. And I think that's that's um, that's what I'm committed to, at least for my health goal mm-hmm. for the year. That's um, awesome, man. Yeah, and uh, it's a workout. It's it is, it, but it, it's also very cerebral too. So um, people have likened it to chess. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see you being interested in something like that. Absolutely, man. Well, tell me about uh, education, man. High school, yeah. college, and uh, I know you've traveled quite a bit over the over the years as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, I went to uh, I went to a, a middle school and high school right outside Nashville, and uh, great school um, called FRA. Okay. And yeah, just just uh, had a, a a really solid upbringing there. A lot of great teachers, um, and. Uh, from there, I went over to to Belmont State Music Business. Yeah. Um, also amazing. I mean, internships over at, at Sony Publishing, over at uh, at Warner Brothers, um, another sub or a, I'm sorry, a subsidiary of Warner Brothers called Corn Man. Okay. Um, which is one of like the top independent publishers. Um, so, yeah, just really got hands on work in the industry specifically publishing but um you know with, with with the industry is still pretty small so you're able to to really put different hats on it um try it all i love it all right so in in college man i mean you studied music you studied psychology but you also uh, studied spanish is that right yep yeah now did you have you had a chance to travel to spain or south america yeah i um uh, i mean any well let's see in um at belmont we had a really cool study abroad program and uh went over to to study in uh a, the old capital of spain so it was a little bit north of madrid yeah i stayed with a host family there and none of them spoke any english and you know that was that was a, a real quick way you know yeah. to, to pick up the language oh that's kind of it's sink or swim isn't it Oh yeah, yeah, no, totally. I mean, just waking up that first after that first afternoon nap and realizing, you know, that no one can understand anything. <laughs> that you, you know. Man, that is wild, I mean, Johnny. So I did that. Yeah. 
I actually, yeah. I did the same thing, man. So after Lincoln, I went to uh, St. Louis University. They had a campus in Madrid, so I lived over oh. there for a semester. And uh, man, oh, I would man. agree, it was just, it was a an amazing experience that I'll never forget, man. That's cool. So what? Uh, what were you studying Spanish or were you studying business? What was what exactly? Was so my degree in, in college was uh, international business and Spanish. Oh, and that uh, would have been. If I wasn't studying music business, I would have done international business. Well, I'll tell you what, man, that semester over there started out with a pretty uh, intense course load, man. I had macro econ, international finance. Um, But after the first couple weeks, I said, you know, I need to tone this down. So by the end of that semester, Johnny, I was taking two courses. Um, one One was Latin dance and the other was flamenco guitar. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. It was yeah. uh, it was cool. All right, so you spent some spent some time there. You probably developed some great relationships. Did you uh, do you yeah. still maintain contact with your uh, your host family over there? A, a little bit, um, a little bit through social media. It's it's been a few years. I mean, I think I did that almost. That was about eight years ago. Okay. Um, but I I'm definitely gonna reach out. I, I've I've gotten to the point now in life where I, I've started to see just how important maintaining relationships are mm-hmm. going back to that whole quarantine thing yeah and i'm not afraid to reach out to someone i haven't reached out to and you know i haven't talked to in in years and years you know because it's like all right maybe you look a little crazy for talking to someone you haven't talked to in however many years but how cool would that be if that connection with them still existed absolutely you both you know connect yeah um you know, it's 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 a it's a low gamble in the big scheme of things. So definitely. So thank you for the inspiration. I'm gonna hit up my host family here. Maybe you know in what? The next couple days. I'd recommend reach out to him this weekend, man. Yeah. And yeah. You know, first and foremost, just make sure everybody's okay. And uh, that's, that's man, if they point. are, line up a little FaceTime or hell, uh, line up a yeah. time where you can get back <laughs> over there. Maybe <laughs> this uh, maybe this summer or or even this fall, yeah. man. But uh, that's let's. Such a good point. Johnny, if you don't mind, let's shift gears a little bit into uh, to yeah. music, man. Obviously, musical background, man, with your family and, and your father. But tell me about kind of your journey as a musician, man. When did that when did that kind of start for you? And uh, and just kind of walk us through that uh, that process, man. Dude, I mean, it's it, it's a lot of those. I mean, I can think of so many different moments that sort of guided me into this career path but um one of the just the funnier things that i remember being in english class in like the sixth grade <clears throat> and i loved i loved Walt whitman you know i loved some yeah. of those those uh i guess they what, what did you call them like uh, uh they were like enlightenment poets or like american enlightened yeah poets. I, I think that's what they're called transcendentalists I, I know that's what they're called. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and uh, man, I just love that that connection with the nature and, and uh, yeah, just really getting down to the essential. Um, and so I remember asking my teacher, I was like, "Well, hey, I want to be a poet. How do I go and do that?" And he's like, "Well, there's not really any poets anymore, but you could, you know, you could go be a songwriter." And which was so funny because that's what that's what my family was. That's what my dad was doing. That's what yeah. he, how he was providing for us. And I just never saw it that way. You right. know, his, his poetry was, was like honky tonk. Yeah. 
you know, musings, right? <laughs> it wasn't so much what I was, I was picturing at the time, but it's true. It was. And, um, so that became one of those pivoting moments where my attention started to maybe shed. Like I, I was no longer thinking of it in, in a certain way and it became more focused. Right. So, so tell me early on, man, what, uh, so what did you get into, man? Were you, I know you did like some improv and, uh, and yeah, kind of, kind of walk I, us through, know, walk us through that, man. Yeah. I, I loved, I loved doing plays and, and acting like I, yeah, just that, that's, that's spon- really connecting with that spontaneous side of myself and just, just, you know, doing, dropping whatever I was doing and shamelessly acting out something, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, just, just really catching into that, um, that wave of creativity and just seeing where it went, mm-hmm. not having any judgment of, what I was going to say or do next. Now, and, uh, now from an early age, me. man, as you, as you, you would do that, man, getting on stage. I mean, was that natural for you? Uh, was yeah, there any, uh, the t- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at the, the time it really was. I, I remember even being as young as like the third or fourth grade, yeah. um, doing like talent shows and me and some friends would write a script of like a, like a comedy thing. Yeah. And we would all, dress up and it was it was hysterical <laughs> um, and uh you know so I, I just i think that performance piece was something that was was innate and natural it, it actually took me a while to get reconnected with mm-hmm. um you know because i think there's that journey that we all take where um you know you have the, that child mind that's spontaneous and free and uh doesn't judge what kind of creation you're going to do and yes. then you, you kind of arc up and then you think everything like that's kind of silly and maybe childish in a bad way um, and so you lose that connection a little bit and then you have to go back and refine it as a disciplined adult so tell me about that how does a person kind of rekindle that because I've heard people talk about this before yeah. you know that that childlike creativity how, how can a yeah. person effectively kind of tap into that maybe if they've gotten away from that for a few years yeah I mean I think on a um, you know on, on a I can think of it through a few different levels you know part of me wants to go through like the more the clinical route but I, I want to keep it more towards um, you know just kind of lay person language um, typically what we find like energizing like are there any activities that you walk away from and you feel like really good about absolutely yeah I can think of a few myself yeah so like what I'm, I'm curious to hear what are, what are some of those activities all right. that all right, so for you me, feel like energized and electric and man for me I would say uh, piano from a young age okay man I took piano yeah. lessons I used to play the organ at church man now mm-hmm. whenever I sit down at the piano I just uh, man it brings back a flood of memories um, I'm not the greatest piano player but man I just I love to play and now with yeah. kids you know, ages six and nine, I love having them right at my side where I can teach them a few things, man. So yeah. for me, that's just, that's one right off the top. Totally. And I think that's like identifying that feeling and that feeling in your body and knowing the connection. There's mm-hmm. a, that's a great, um, buoy, you know, it's a, it's a great identifier to know, okay, I just need to continue to find 
activities and relationships where I, I feel safe to do this, to perform and practice that. Because mm-hmm. um, if you don't feel safe, you know, if you feel judged while you're doing it, you're, you're probably not going to have that childlike part of you come out and, and, and want to do his thing, right? Sure. Yeah, you're going to have a tendency to maybe steer away from that and do something that's, yeah. that's a little bit safer. Yeah, that's, that's objectively good, you mm-hmm. know, where you, you can't be measured out and be like, oh, well, that wasn't that good. Yeah. You know? And then you might want to kind of sink back and you're like, all right, like, I'm just going to, I'm going to do the, what, what might be seen as more adult and um, less spontaneous. I'm with you. Johnny, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So... So relate that back into what you're what you're doing now, man. Obviously, your your passion is uh, is music, man. So kind of walk me yeah. through that process and tell me about some of the exciting things, man, going on because you yeah. teamed up with some big Dude. names out there and you've got some Dude, yeah. some exciting stuff happening this year. Yeah. Um, so as as far as music goes, like uh, when I'm getting together with uh, you know you brought their names, Tully, Kurt, and Justin. Mm-hmm. I think those guys are. They're badass musicians. They're yeah. badass producers, writers. So, like, I can think of one of the songs that that we wrote over this past uh, this year, where we all got together. We were writing, recording, uh, just doing the whole process. We we're doing it all in house. Like, we we have everything. It, it's 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 actually insane how uh, how cheaply and efficiently we've made just a um, a. a music and a product of this caliber um under yeah under under the budget that we did it's it's just really it's really cool now is that uncommon um, in the industry i mean writing yeah. producing doing everything under uh, one yeah. under one roof uh, we didn't do the mixing which is that's like the sound engineering where you're you, you have somebody who is looking at all the decibel levels and they're they're really tailoring it i mean it's it's like woodwork right I yes guess you know, we didn't do that part, but that, that was the only thing that we had to, um, yeah, that we had to export out, um, just because we wanted someone who does that on a daily basis yeah. versus one of those guys who could do it. It just wouldn't be as professional. Sure. Um, well, I've, I've listened to some of your music, man. It's just, it's spectacular. In fact, right before our, our call you. this morning, man, I was listening to, to No Rush, man. It just, uh, oh, yeah. it gave me chills, <laughs> man. I'm just, uh, well, I'm, a, awesome. I'm a huge fan, and I just I look forward to hearing more from you. Yeah, uh, we we've, we've got a uh, just depending on this this virus situation has really thrown us for a loop. Yeah, just as far as release, and we we're we're planning on going to some labels and and to talk about deals and what that might look like. Um, and so it's like, well, should we release some of it now? Should we wait till we can start meeting and then release kind of after it? So. Um, Hopefully it's going to be late spring, early summer for the rest, but we've at least got this out. Yeah. Well, I love it. Again, I'm a big fan, and hey, just let myself and our listeners know how we can how we can help, man. As you uh, as you release, um, uh, just let us know. We'll definitely uh, we'll promote you guys out there. Well, that'd be great, um, Ben. Thanks so much for having me on. This is this has been a, a blast getting to connect and and uh, you know talk about my story and, and hear some about yours. Absolutely, man. Well, let's let's talk about craft a little bit. You know, within our listeners, there's a number of different professions out there. But in your opinion, 
Johnny, yeah. how does a person become the best at their uh, at their craft? Yeah, I mean, I, I really think it goes back to that that, and and, and from my opinion, it, it goes back from that um, that connecting with what you love and connecting with that childlike part of you that um, if you can motivate that side to perform on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. there's no way, there's no way that anybody is going to be able to do what you do. Yes. Um, and at that level, right? Yes. Because that it's, it's self-creating energy. Mm-hmm. Um, when you feel energized, you just want to keep doing it over and over and over again. That's right. And so, um, not only is it energizing from that place, you're not going to go home and be upset or, you know, you might, you might be upset, depressed sometimes, but generally speaking, your relationships are going to be uh, emboldened by it as well because mm-hmm. everyone's going to be like, wow, like, you know, Ben, he's, he's, he's always so happy and fun after work. Like, I just want to hang out with him all the time. Sure. Yeah, you want to make and a I positive will, impact on, on those around you. Yeah. Well, and and here's the thing, and this this goes this really plays into um, your the, how how important the social network is is and the health of it is if everybody is supporting you in your social network, I mean, how effective is that going to be in your career? If mm-hmm. everyone around you is like Ben, you're crushing it. Um, like whatever I can do to help you. Yeah. You know, I, you know what you're doing right now. That's real. Like, that's real positive work. I mean, it's huge because there's, there's only so much that you can do on your own, right? I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, you want to surround yeah. yourself with amazing people that are like-minded, that are that are going in the same or in a similar direction. Yeah, yeah. And, and then conversely, to put it on the opposite side, it, you know, how would how would your career be if half the people in it were no longer that supportive of you and they're like kind of indifferent, indifferent or maybe even a little dismissive? And I would say... It would look stagnant, you know. In yeah. fact, you might even plateau or, or go downhill. Yeah, and so yeah, and just to just to kind of bring this back is if if you can find something that energizes you and, and or you can learn to be energized by, and I think that's an important thing too. Mm-hmm. If you can find something that energizes you, or you can learn to feel energized by it, that the network around you is also going to support you and also going to want you to succeed, and that I think that. That that feedback loop is is huge. Definitely. Well, speaking of, of ins- you know support and influence, um, yeah, Johnny, who who have been some of the big influencers uh, in your in your life? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, you know, I'm, my parents were huge. I think even just on a career basis, like I'm following a, a very similar path to what both of them are doing. Yes, or both of them, you know, were doing. Um, and um, so obviously my parents were, were huge in that just with the country and following my academic pursuits and um, but you know when I think of my adult life and just the changes and the choices I've made I, I really you know point it back to someone like Tony Robbins um, having a huge impact on on my perspective and my workload and yeah, how to connect with myself and a lot of people who I who I also am impacted by people like Tim Ferriss, uh, my cousin Sarah Pendrick, who's she's crushing it. You should go check out her um, her profile on Instagram. Man, I've um, definitely I've heard of her. Tell me tell me a little bit more about Sarah. Yeah, 
I mean, she's she's a powerhouse, you know, and she's she's living out in uh, in Manhattan Beach in in Los Angeles, and um, yeah, I think she's got like you know three hundred thousand followers or something like that. I mean, she's she's like an influencer in her own right. Wow, um, I'll definitely I'll check her out today. Yeah. Now you also yeah. you, had, you had mentioned uh, Tony Robbins. Have you had a chance to meet Tony or attend one of his uh, seminars? Yeah, well, I actually did in in twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Uh, I went to his UPW, which that was a cool experience. You know, I I think that was it, it was very fun and it was um, powerful in a in a moment kind of way, like going to a concert. But honestly, just going like really diving into his tapes and his books, um, that's where I learned the, the meat of that sort of perspective and, and some of those those tools. Um, but you know, kind of like what I was saying is like even the people that uh, aren't Tony that had a huge impact on me were influenced by Tony. So it's it's funny how he's had this kind of trickle down effect and these these different people in my lives and, and how important he's been in their lives. So, right. I mean, he wow. and he's been at it for a number of oh, years. Gosh. I uh, yeah. I had the yeah. the opportunity to attend uh, Business Mastery, and in, um, no in Las Vegas, I guess it was maybe a year, maybe a year and a half ago. But man, it wow. was just it was incredible, man. Just the you know the type of energy and uh, the, yeah. the people that were there yeah. were just amazing. I'll never forget at the beginning of that uh, of that conference. You know, Tony got up on stage and uh, he said, "Listen." I think it was like ten grand to attend. He said, "Listen, if uh, if you don't get one million dollars worth of value out of this conference, he said I'll give you your ten grand back." Now, to the best of my knowledge, I don't think anybody asked for a refund, man. I mean, I just I left that that event just uh, man just on fire, and I I still apply yeah. a lot of those yeah. principles to my yeah, man. man to my daily yeah. routine, to my life, and to my business. Dude, it's and it's funny it, it, it also because you can you can kind of tell when someone's gotten onto the Tony train, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can kind of you can kind of tell when um, just by their their perspective and their work ethic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, that's that's cool that that um, that you've also really dug into some of those those things. Absolutely, man. Um, well, on that note, I, I know we've been talking about this a little bit, but. Yeah. What would you say, or, or in your opinion, Johnny, how does a person um, reach the top of their game? Or, or in your opinion, how do you kind of stay at the top of your game on a, on a daily and weekly basis? Yeah, so would, would you say is that, is that through like routines or? Um, Absolutely. So I kind of on that Tim Ferriss sort of, uh, sort of, uh, yeah. sort of route. It, are there any routines Man. or tactics that, you, uh, that you've applied? It could be a a morning routine. It could be something that you do before bed, but is there anything that you find that really helps you kind of sharpen the saw on a daily basis? Well, you know, I, I think, and this is where personality, knowing your personality needs and where you're, what, where you really excel in, mm-hmm. um, in life is so important. But for me, I noticed that if I can cut down the question marks of kind of the micro questions that need to be answered throughout the day. So that, that might look like what I'm eating, what I'm wearing, what I'm, um, what, I'll, what I'll even be, you know, doing yes. as far as like planning. If I can, if I can really cut down on those, 
my creative mind and, and that childlike mind can have an area to work in that's very productive. Um, Interesting. So, so kind of eliminating clutter from the mind yeah. where you can really focus on what you need to focus on. Yeah. Eliminating yeah, those I, micro I, questions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and so for me, that's, that's going to bed waking up, but at the same time, um, that's making sure my, my space is cleaned um, and organized and that's that's making sure my to-do list that is congruent with my five-year, ten-year plans mm-hmm. is done the night before. Um, all that helps me stay on task and I'm a big calendar guy. You know, I, I, I make sure everything's in the calendar just so I'm not, not losing something, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, they say if it's written down or if it's scheduled... It's more likely to get done. Yeah. You know, you could talk about doing things all day long, but unless you're specific and intentional and you actually write it down, you may or may not get it done. Oh, totally. Totally. All right. So, so on that on that note, how about uh, I know you're a fan of of stoicism. Um, yeah. Tell me about tell me about or for some of our listeners out there that are not familiar with with stoicism, what are some of the principles of stoicism and how do you kind of apply that to your uh, to your daily life? Yeah, so um, you know, and, and, and it's funny because you know, just from that question, it makes me realize a lot of this the, the the Stoic thought and philosophy that I've picked up has been through an author named Ryan Holiday. Okay, um, his his books are not direct Stoic. Um, it's not like Marcus Aurelius or Seneca, who they they are some of the the. It's it's the most that that is stoicism. Those guys, Marcus right. Aurelius, Seneca. Um, there's another guy I can't think of his name of, but um, so most of my perspective is is from Ryan's Ryan Holiday's his uh, his books and um, yeah, I, I just th- those those principles of separating thoughts and feelings and and checking in with what our subjective opinion is of something. You know, I can even I can even think of something like, you know, this is bad. You know, just saying like this is bad. There's two things happening right now: that the thing is occurring, and then also that we're placing judgment on it mm-hmm. because it's not objectively bad. It's just that situation is right. Yes. And so I I think that those principles from Stoicism just kind of seeing where we're placing a. a Subjectivity on something. Yes. Um, that's uh, that's that's a huge part of um, that philosophy and, and staying grounded. You know, not not being too caught up in in certain uh, negative thought patterns. Yeah, which it, it's easy to do this day and age, and unfortunately, you see a oh, lot man. of people that uh, they get caught in that cycle. Yeah, it's it, it really is. Um, it's a cycle. So, it's, are there to break. are there any books that you'd recommend by uh, by Ryan Holiday? Yeah, I mean his his three books are are pretty solid. I mean they're 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 entertaining in their own way. If you love history, which uh, I'm a big fan of history, um, you know, and uh, uh, I I think my favorite, and this goes back to personality, is uh, Obstacles the Way. Okay. And that was that. That was something that was so big for me to really come to terms with. Um, was realizing that in these difficult moments, 
that there is something here that can actually take you to the next level. Um, like, like this virus. Yeah. There's something, there's something in here that if, if we decide to put our effort into and, and, and stay the course, we can grow from. And um, it's going to be tough, but that's, that's our chosen path. That's what we got to do. Yes. You're absolutely right. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, something positive will, will come out of this. There's a lot of negativity and, and a real crisis, but uh, we will, um, we'll get through this. You know, we'll, we'll come out even stronger on the, on the other it, side. It, exactly. And, and I think that's the, the big piece is, is seeing that through the, through the, the, what seems like a setback is suddenly the chance to hone a skill that mm-hmm. is going to make you even more powerful for the next setback that's eventually going to happen. Absolutely. I love it. Well, Johnny, let me ask you this. What uh, yeah. What do you think about now that gets you uh, that gets you really excited? It really gets you gets you <laughs> fired up, man, for uh, yeah. for this I, uh, for this year. There's, I mean, there's so many things that they get me just hyped up. I'm I'm excited to go and and start playing a lot more live shows, um, getting getting connected and performing, and uh, just meeting fans and meeting country music fans it, it's it is a blast like it's it is so fun traveling around and and stopping in small towns where you probably wouldn't go through normally you know yeah. like who's gonna who's gonna go on vacation in some tiny little town some tiny little map dot yeah and um, you know in tennessee right where i'm at but um you know you, you stop by and you're like wow this place has a lot of charm like they've they've got this this cool little cafe over here this cool bar and we're gonna stop in for whatever, and and like, oh, they got this this neat mural or whatever. You know, they got they got something that's special about their town, and so to be able to go in and uh, really experience a diverse American culture is is, uh, is badass. I love it. Any uh, any shows coming up in St. Louis? Um, you know, um, we had a lot get canceled uh, just because of the 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 corona, but. I, I, I think we'll be starting back up in maybe late June. I think that's where there's there's some leeway where uh, they haven't canceled yet. Um, so that's my hope. Hope to get up there to, to St. Louis and the, you know the, that that side of uh, Illinois and and uh, Missouri and yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, keep us posted. We'd love to to see you and, and love to support you any way we uh, any way that we can. Um, Johnny, as we wrap up, man, any final thoughts or um, or parting wisdom that you'd like to share with our audience out there? Um, you know, I, I think just uh, just taking care of what you need and and uh, your needs and and your wants that's that's huge right now. That's that's the main. Uh, um, we gotta take care of each other. But, yeah. You know, it's like if you don't have that mask on, if you don't have the mask on, like they say in the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, first you can't help others, so that's right. Making sure that that, that your needs and, and uh, are being met—that's number one. You can help so many more people whenever your needs are met. So that's absolutely right. And Johnny, how can uh, how can people find you on uh, on social media or a website? How can people yeah. connect with you out there? Yeah, so um, I'm on uh, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. Um, with Instagram, it's Johnny D Murphy. Uh, you can probably just search Johnny Murphy, uh, but that's that's like the IG tag. And then uh, I'm on Facebook. Just started that profile the other day. 
Um, and that, I believe, is... You can probably just search Johnny Murphy, but the tag is official Johnny Murphy. Perfect. Well, we'll, um, we'll put a link in the, uh, in the show notes. Um, Johnny, awesome. thank you. Uh, thank you so much for being on the, uh, the program this morning. Thank you for sharing your story, but, uh, and most importantly, thank you for sharing some wisdom and some, uh, some insight with our listeners out there. Ben, thanks so much for, for having me on. This has been, uh, this has been really cool. And, you know, like I was saying earlier, just to, to hear some of your story and to, to share mine. Um, I love that. That's what life's about. You know, I, the, uh, that, that shared understanding and meaning is, it's really cool. So, well, I'm a firm believer that uh, things happen for a reason, and I know that uh, you and I connected for for a reason, and it's uh, it's been really powerful talking with you this morning. Agreed. Very energizing. Uh, have a great rest of the day, man. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Level 10 Mastery. If you haven't already, get on iTunes and uh, give us a review. Until next time, get out there and become the best version of yourself.